Welcome everyone to the next episode of Make Shit Happen. So today's episode is about how to start and build an e-commerce business. For anyone out that's out there that's wanting to start, build, or learn how to scale an e-commerce business, you are going to get a lot out of today's episode. My guest today is none other than Sasha Karabat. Meet Sasha. Sasha is a young entrepreneur who is making a global impact in the sales, e-commerce, and investment space with a global billion-dollar plan for the future. Sasha is responsible for building three seven-figure businesses in the course of the past five years in various industries, such as the automotive, coaching, and speaking, as well as the e-commerce. Partnering with uh, and being closely mentored with the real Wolf of Wall Street, Jordan Belford, was incredibly valuable in building his now 50-plus person international sales team. Massive success wasn't always the case with Sash, however. Growing up in a tiny town of only 3,000 people, had a simple, humble upbringing with him and his four siblings, sharing in handy-downs and financially struggling through most of their childhood. Personally going broke and being homeless through his mid-20s for 18 months was what Sasha calls one of the best things to have ever happened to him. Experiencing what it's like to be on the brink of complete failure and quitting at life was pivotal in forging Sasha's drive and determination that is now responsible for a lot of his success. Sasha has trained and coached thousands of clients worldwide in the areas of sales, entrepreneurship, and business, and some of his now top-performing students are now earning more than $300,000 per year after only 18 months of working with Sasha. His training methodologies can be described as direct, unorthodox, straight to the point, no bullshit, and just straight up awesome. Welcome to the Make Shit Happen podcast. If you're a business owner or aspiring entrepreneur who is ready to learn how to stop procrastinating and take massive action to start turning your passion into profit today, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Sam McLeod, real estate expert, six-figure coach, and champion athlete. And my goal is to equip you with the exact tools and steps to create massive success today. Let's dive in. Sash, I'd just <laughs> like, to, like to welcome you to the, to the show, mate. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah, oh, awesome. absolutely, Matt. So it's 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 an absolute pleasure. So I'd just like to frame it too for for the people that are going to be listening to this. Sasha and I actually know each other uh, very well personally. Uh, we've been very close friends for many many years. Sasha and I actually uh, lived together for for a period of time yeah. as well. So uh, we've yeah, seen yeah. each other's, I guess, personal growth and, and changes come <laughs> through over quite some years. So, mate, it's it's been a pleasure absolutely watching you come and a lot through. of other things, a lot of other things, <laughs> yeah, a lot of other things. Yeah, mate, absolutely. So, um, Sasha, mate, what are you up to at the moment? What are you doing? Um, geez, that's a, a curveball question. What am I doing? At the moment, I would say uh, some of the things that I'm doing uh, would be focused around uh, organizing and structuring like the, the, the various teams that are involved in my company um, within various projects and creating and focusing a more streamlined uh, management process around being able to operate in the business that doesn't require me to be a complete octopus all the time. That's the the biggest focus for me at the moment. And, and honestly, getting a bit more time back into my life to be able to spend with my wife. Uh, those are two, two big, big priorities right now. Yeah. And you guys are recently married as well. Uh, I see. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome, yeah, just uh, November last year. Yeah, yeah. so pretty. Uh, awesome. Yeah, six months. Yeah, awesome, yeah. man. Awesome having to juggle juggle both sides, which is which is great. 
Um, I guess, mate, for for people that are looking to get into, I guess, and start a business, a lot of people that you've personally mentored and a lot of people that you've spoken to, you know, a lot of people look at a lot of different various business models. So they they look at, you know, e-com, they look at high ticket sales. They Some people are just trying to, you know, just make ends meet, you know, with their nine to five or they're trying to level up their, their, their earning and their income. So, so how did you kind of start in your journey? Because, I mean, you started back when I met you, like, you know, you were in construction when we met um, and, and you, know, yeah. you were you were doing a lot of, you know, laboring and a lot of other things as well. So what what took place and how did you kind of transition from that into, I guess, starting what you're doing now? Well, I think, I think what I started to realize, like in, uh, I guess, like any form of construction or, or I guess even thinking about it from like a trading um time or ultimately like your life for money um was that like i just really started to become very dissatisfied with the only time that i would be making money was the time that i was sitting there giving or exchanging my life for um the money that someone else would tell me that i was worth and and that was probably like one of the biggest things that i was like i, I really don't kind of make sense about like i just was like this this, this this doesn't make sense. You know, I had big lofty goals and big lofty kind of dreams for what I wanted to create for the future. And it just didn't make sense. I was like, how is this ever going to stack up? Um, I had a lot of debt. I had a lot of, um, you know, poor decisions that I made over various different things that kind of accumulated a lot of, um, yeah, debt that I was like, for me to pay this off, number one, and not even getting to the point where I'm talking about like financial freedom, but just like purely to break even again, um, the bank told me it was going to take like 12 years and I'd be 37 years old before I would have, you know, just been back to zero. And I was like, hang on a second. Like, where's all the money? Like, like, when am I going to get the properties? When am I going to be free? When am I going to do all this stuff? And I was like, I've got to figure out a way and I've got to put myself in a situation or a vehicle that, that can allow me to ultimately, uh, you know, gain more leverage and leverage. I mean, like leverage on invested time, leverage on invested money, like leverage on invested skill set to be able to like capitalize more on like, you know, a hundred units of energy in um, and in like, you know, exchanging your time for money. It's like a hundred units in a hundred units out. Like I was like, this doesn't make sense. Mm. Watch my dad do it till, you know, 60 years old and still be broke essentially and just have enough money to just get by. And I was like, this is a broken system. Um, and so what I did is I started to, to look at different opportunities. First of all, that I could uh, gain a bit of a multiplier of my invested energy where I could, you know, not just get paid a fixed rate per hour, but be paid uh, in proportion to how much energy I would put in. Right. So initially like the automotive business was like that, where I could um, work a lot more and I'd get paid a lot more for the amount of you know, cars that would be repaired and how many uh, vehicles would go through the process. I was like, this is better. Uh, and then I, I still, you know, maxed out in that. And I was like, well, okay, I, I've hit the ceiling where I'm still working and I'm still capped by the amount of opportunity. I need something with more scale and more kind of potential. And I don't want to be capped by a location. So I don't want to be like me waking up in my nine to five area code is, is dependent on where and how much money I make. I want it to be international. I want it to be 24-7. I don't want it to be like capped location and time-wise. And so I went into the digital space because I was like, this is like infinite. I can be sleeping someone else's hours of business during that time and, and I can still be making money. Mm. And so that really excited me and just like blew my mind up as far as like what was possible and what was available for me. Um, 
and just on that point, I, I think like you've, you've got to sometimes figure out or go through the things that you don't want or the things, you know, that aren't right for you to get to the things that are right. So, so how many, how many transitions did you go through? So I went from um, construction first um, into automotive and then from automotive, I went from automotive into coaching um, and then from coaching, I went into sales and then from sales, I went into e-commerce and then I I would say at the moment, like my current role or title or hat that I would wear at the moment would be like, it's more so like, I don't know, business operator, um, I feel like is is quite an appropriate title because there's a lot of like things that I do under that. It's not just the e-commerce situation. Um, it's more so uh, everything as far as managing all the different departments of the business. So yeah, a fair few transitions, man. And that's been in like five years. Yeah, yeah that, that is quite a lot. Um, and, and like one thing that I, that I always agree with is that people shouldn't be afraid to, to try to try new things to try and branch out and it's it, it's really like when a lot of people try to find that one thing that they're passionate about or that they love it's just get out there and try it and see whether you like it first and yep. see whether it makes sense absolutely um, especially when you're young like when you're yeah. young you can afford to mess up fall on your face you know what i mean have a few boo-boos and still rebuild um yeah. Absolutely. But when you're old, you can't, you can't do that. So get out there and do it now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So when it comes to the e-commerce space, if, if for someone that's like, this is the first time that they're ever hearing about the word e-commerce in the simplest way possible, how would you describe what that is? Well, it's effectively like selling a product on the internet mm-hmm. um, in, in, in the true essence of it, like electronic commerce. Um, yeah. And so it's like the exchange of, um, products in this case, there's no services involved. It's just purely like, you know, products, um, that are exchanged through a platform that, you know, uh, generally speaking direct to consumer. So yeah. consumer rather than business to business, uh, purchases. So yeah, everyone's probably, I would say for the most part, purchased something through, um, an e-commerce platform, Amazon, Shopify, like every other brand outlet that you buy from. Um, so it's very, very, very prevalent at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess we'll just get straight into the into the I guess the the meaty questions now. But when it comes into e-commerce, if someone wanted to get into this, mm. in, in your experience and being in it now for as long as you have been, what would be the easiest way for someone to actually start and get into it? What would you what would you recommend? Well, I mean, like there's the easy way and then there's kind of like the right way. Um, they're not necessarily like the same thing, but I think um, the, the the best um, process or methodology to kind of follow would be, you know, first thing is to, to, to focus on or find or identify uh, a problem or uh, some form of pain in the market around like something that isn't being fixed or something that isn't done correctly. Because ultimately, if you look at like the best products, um, essentially they really like solve a problem more than anything else um, rather than like, you know, just buying a product. Like for me personally, the chair that I sit on, the microphone that I have, all of these cool things, they, they ultimately solve, you know, a very expensive problem like providing great quality sound with my microphone. And that's why I pay a lot of money for it. You know what I mean? And like all of the products that you buy, you'll notice they either solve a problem or they make you feel a particular way and they fulfill a piece of desire. So I think first things first, like rather than getting out there and looking for some like trending hot product, 
um, that's going to be here today and gone the next, like the likes of the um, the fidget spinners, for example, um, getting out there and, and, and actually doing some research around like what is the problem that if you were to solve it, um, you know, people would pay you disproportionately uh, for the solving of that problem. Perfect example is like the high smile, right? Like those guys, they solved a problem because they noticed that uh, people were getting onto Snapchat they were, you know, doing like face to cam videos. They saw their teeth being, you know, not as white as they wanted to. And people became a lot more aware of that problem. So High Smile kind of like capitalized on that massively and, and, and created this fantastic solution to it um, in the way of like teeth whitening that was vast, effective. And they paid a premium for it because it was a premium solution to the problem. So that's probably a really, really, really great place to start. Second to that, I would say would be like get rid of any get rich quick kind of mindset or thought process of trying to make money within you know three months or something like that try and have the 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 mindset the thinking that you know committing to something for 12 months and doing it at least 12 months um is the best way to kind of think about committing to it like would you actually still be doing this in 12 months time if it didn't work out how you wanted it to and if the answer is no then probably don't do it it's probably not the best thing for you so if, if someone's got, um, let's say, minimal capital, they don't have much um, money to, to start something like this up, is there other options like sourcing products or selling other people's products? Like, what, how, like is there another way people can do that? Oh, absolutely. Like I have um, tons of like free resources and like free um, videos from some of my courses on like my YouTube channel. If you want to search Econ Capital, yeah, like you can go and drop ship um, other people's products from the likes of you know AliExpress and put together you know a pretty easy Shopify store without too much like website development, website design, you know knowledge. And there's so many resources that are available like on, you know, YouTube, if you just Google these things and YouTube, these things like, you know, there, there is so much content available. So if you're looking for like a really, really, really quick and easy solution to it, um, yeah, like drop shipping a product or looking at a product like AliExpress, finding something with positive sales data, trying to kind of like dress it up a little bit, at least take some good quality content because we kind of live in an age where um, content is king. You know what I mean? So if you can create compelling content and learn how to write some compelling sales copy, uh, you'll put a a drop shipped product ahead of the market just with those two key things. So very much possible as well through through that means, yeah. Yeah, because I, I mean, it's not just as simple as build a website, upload products, and then people are just going to come buying. There's a lot more to it than that. Like yeah. you've got to, I mean, as you said, you got to you got to do the copy, you got to write the ads, you got to yeah. do all that kind of stuff as well. So how, where, exactly. where did you where did you learn to do that? Right, in terms yeah. of writing copy and running ads, like where, where did you where did you learn that from? Just to be to be honest, from 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 doing it for long enough and then paying enough agencies. Um, <laughs> to do it for me and be pissed off with the results that they were kind of producing for me. So I was like, I want to be able to control the outcome myself. And I want to be able to know exactly where my money is going and know that like I can generate tens of thousands of dollars with a piece of copy and an image. And I know exactly what went wrong. I know exactly what went right. So for me, like reading great books like Breakthrough Advertising or some of like David Ogilvy's um, amazing books, like looking into the greats of copywriting and like persuasion through font online, like that's probably the best place to start. 
outside of that, like, um, yeah, I, I would say for me, those resources are probably some of the most powerful resources as far as like copywriting. And um, in terms of advertising, I learned a lot of the advertising um, and, and marketing strategies as far as like running ads from, you know, Sam Ovens. Uh, I feel like he's an incredible marketer and the way that he kind of like structures campaigns and builds out advertising campaigns is uh, is some of the best. So those are probably some of my sources of information around them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, those, those are some really great books. And so with your business now, with what you're doing in e-commerce, what exactly and how are you helping people in the e-commerce space? Yeah, good question. So what we do is we've kind of engineered a system now where we're able to, to, to help people go from zero um, to $10,000 a month. And we've seen it happen as fast as 30 days, 60 days. 90 days is a timeline where we've we've been able to put certain guarantees and action-based guarantees around um, that time frame. meaning if you commit to a certain level of um, coaching, resources, training, and follow the criteria specifically to a T, uh, and you don't get that result, we're pretty damn confident and we can actually give you a refund if it doesn't happen. Uh, so that's kind of like where we've built our system to as far as like helping people start up a business. Yeah. Um, and then what we see from there is uh, generally speaking, people, uh, there's a, a few clients I can think of at the moment that have scaled up enough and then we can actually transition them into like our marketing agency um, where we'll actually, you know, manage their advertising, scale them up to 50,000, 100,000 per month. Uh, and then that becomes the next stage uh, an evolution of their brand overall. So, yeah. That's all. And what, what does something like that cost? So say if I wanted to jump uh, into so your program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, generally speaking, the program by itself um, is as little as 2000 by itself. And then if you're looking for something where we, you know, really cover all the bases and do the website store, some of the product selection and resource um, gathering, it goes up to around about 10,000. So, yeah. yeah. Well, that's great. That's fantastic. And um, if someone wanted to find, I guess, because obviously we're talking about the business now, if someone wanted to find you, where, where do they need to go? Um, you can find me on Instagram, um, Sasha underscore Carabat. You can find me on my website, uh, ecomcapital.com. You can find me on my YouTube channel, uh, Ecom Capital on there. So any of those places, there's heaps of resources. We've got a great Facebook community of free uh, content that gets distributed there uh, every single day. So you can jump in there and consume some free content, heaps of resources everywhere for people who are looking to um, start uh, an e-commerce business. Absolutely. Yeah. Fantastic. That's awesome, man. Thank you. Um, so let's let's take a couple steps back now. Let's talk about, I guess, when you were sort of building the business up. You're starting an e-com, right? So if you had to put it down to, I guess, one or a couple of things as to, I guess, Put your success onto what? What would you say were a couple of things that were that heavily influenced your success in e-commerce? Uh, that's a really, really good question. Um, I would say product market fit and being able to identify a particular like market and then place a product in front of that market with the right timing. For example, like you know, my whole business model was built, you know, I guess maybe like by luck or chance or whatever it might have been around COVID. So naturally, people were looking to get more out of the nine to five, uh, and they were looking to get into e-commerce. So like it was very, very, very like advantageous as far as the timing happened, you know. And and I couldn't have perhaps planned it, but that's how it happened, you know. So yeah, I think product market. For example, if I wanted to go out there today and start a, a DVD retail store, 
probably not going to work that well, right? <laughs> um, but, so I, I think it's extremely important, like the product market fit, which is why, you know, uh, manufacturers of cars and vehicles are constantly, you know, redoing and remaking their models to maintain that product market fit. So I would say that would be um, probably paramount to, to, to success. And then from there, it, it's, I would say secondly from there would be just understanding like what it takes in terms of going from like zero to 1 million and then the changes that need to happen organizationally to go from like 1 million to 10 million and the the, the entrepreneurial changes that you need to go through as an individual and how your mindset needs to shift and change and then what you need to do as far as understanding like um, front-end sales, back-end, like, like the whole thing changes. Whole thing, so yeah. Those those are very important, yeah. So what what would you say was one of the biggest changes that you had to make to go from say a hundred thousand to a million? To go from a hundred thousand to a million, I think all that's required in that. So essentially, if you're going from zero to a hundred thousand, what you're doing is uh, you're testing out your proof of concept, mm. uh, you're testing out your product market fit, you're testing out and validating like. Is there a market for this product? I don't really know. I'm not too sure. Um, uh, once you've established and reached that level of like 100,000 plus, generally speaking, what I find is that you've identified a niche for your product. Um, you've got a distribution channel in place, meaning um, advertising, marketing, organic, outbound, whatever it might be. Yeah. You've got a channel that you can distribute that product or that service down. Uh, and then what it becomes from that point forward in terms of 100,000 to a million is then just like doubling down and selling one product on one channel to one person really, really, really freaking well until it starts to break down. And that same channel, that same product starts to lose uh, profitability and fatigue. You experience some entropy at that level. And then you need to diversify and go laterally and develop further products to, to that same market. But yeah. Yeah. Because because I think a lot of people, they, they get a lot of the grass is greener syndrome. They look at all the different fucking products online. They, they go, I don't want that. I want this. I want a couple of those, two of yep. those. You're saying you need one product to start off with. They're just focus on the one product, get it down yes. to a T and refine that process for yes. that one product. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like Because what I find is, and I've seen this happen so many times to like e-com business owners, um, coach, like coaches, consultants, speakers, like every single person does this. So if you can um, identify and sell your one product first when you're starting to 10 people, Right? Who would be ten people that would buy this thing? Because, mm. um, as Aaron Ross says in uh, "Impossible to Inevitable," if you can get ten, then you can get a hundred. If you can get a hundred, then you can get a thousand. If you get a thousand, then you can get ten thousand. If you got ten thousand freaking customers, man, you got a real business. Yeah. You know, so start with ten and service the hell out of them. Identify their pain, over deliver on it, like just exceed their expectations, and then just chunk up from a hundred to to, to five hundred to a thousand and up and up and up and up. How, how concerned and I guess and how focused were you on your competition? Oh, not at all. Not at all. I probably should have been more focused, to be honest. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's it's not something that, that's ever really come into my periphery. I, I kind of just like focus and see. Uh, I, I'm, I'm very good at putting the blinkers on and just yeah. probably too good sometimes at putting the blinkers on because sometimes I, I, I literally like, no one will see me or hear from me from like for like three months. And then I'll be like, ah, come up for a breath of air. <laughs> and um, I'll be like, oh shit, it's been three months. Um, so yeah, I, it's it's not something that I'd focus on as much uh, perhaps as I should. Yeah. Mm. Um, and, and with, in regards to, I guess, 
keeping your spear sharp and keeping your tactics up to date, your business and and making sure that you're at the forefront of everything that you're doing. What's what's one of the things that I guess that you do personally or within the business whereby you know you you keep yourself on top. You're always, I guess, keeping your spear sharp. Like how do you gather your knowledge to to learn and improve? It's constantly, constantly, constantly reinvesting into learning development and looking for people that are doing the thing that you want to do and just just paying them. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the quickest way that I've found, like, and, and I've been able to, you know, impact people so, so, so well in a short amount of time because I've experienced so much, for example, in the last like three years. Mm. And I can have like a perfect example. I had, I had a client that I was working with with and he had a um a business that he was working on he'd been he'd been doing like 20 to thirty thousand dollars per month for six seven eight months and i said to him look let's just have one call together and if i can do x y and z with your business um in this one call then i want you to do this this and this for me for free and he's like well you're never going to be able to do that so sure and so we had a look at his business and we implemented this like back end kind of like second sale upsell type situation. Yeah. And within a week of doing this, he had doubled his business from twenty to forty thousand dollars per month um, with this one strategy. And he and, and and the guy's like my absolute like idol <laughs> fanboy and almost like Raving personal fan. slave now. <laughs> yeah. So what, what, was, like, what was the any, one thing? What did you do? Well, all it was doing was tapping into his existing customer database and because he's very, very good. And so, so what he, he was actually like a YouTube agency um, that offered uh, YouTube growth and, and essentially very, very good at delivering his service, exceptionally good, over-delivered for the price point that he charged. Uh, and I simply introduced this like referral option where his clients could, with a small discount that they would um, receive on their monthly retainer, refer friends. And he showed me his calendar after one week and there was like like 15 calls in there and he closed like, you know, 12 of them and literally doubled his business. And he's like, I, I, I've never even like, it wouldn't have ever, ever happened, you know? So it, it, it's small things like that. And so for me, it's the same thing. It's like, who can I get in front of? Who can I speak to? Who can I learn from that's doing the thing that I want to do that I can take my ego and put it on the table and say, you know something that I don't. Yeah. What is it and how can I learn it fast? So, yeah. So you're, you're referring back to, I guess, coaching, mentoring, and, and I guess learning from people Absolutely. that are that are one step above you. How, how important has is that, like to put, a I guess, a, a precedent on it? Like how important is that to people starting off, like investing into, you know, leveling up their skills and having a mentor? I mean, I, I just I just can't... Um... I wouldn't even know how to attach a value to it. Like yeah. I think about it in terms of like... It, it's it's exponential. I mean, like mm. you've got this ability to like have someone with this insane wealth of knowledge, like people that I work with now, Jordan Belfort, for example, like what would I r- rather go through like 20, 30 years of like experience building massive companies, massive businesses, massive sales teams, or would I rather just pay him a large sum of money to, to sit there in front of me and just tell me exactly what I need to do and follow in his footsteps, you know, like, and that's the same thing. Like the cost of opportunity, like I feel like money is something that you can always make more of. There's mm. so much money in this world, but your time, you don't have a lot of. So how can I like collapse time by grabbing experience from the future from someone else and putting it into my right here and now and shorten the time that's going to take for me to go from zero to one fast? Yeah. You know, that's what it's all about. 
Absolutely, man. I couldn't agree more. I mean, for me personally, I've I've, I've spent tens and tens of thousands of dollars just on my own um, investment yeah. from from other coaches and things. And but but getting onto 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 Jordan, how did that all come about? Yeah, so I mean, exactly what we were just talking about. Like, I hit a point where I was like, I'm the biggest fish in my pond. I don't like this. Like, everyone's telling me how good I am all the time. I'm like, I'm sick of it. Like, I want to, I want to, I want to feel uncomfortable. I want to feel small. I want to feel scared. Right. And I was like, I was making really good money at the time. I had a few properties under my belt and I'm like, all right, cool. Had a big spring in my step with all this ego. Um, and I, I wanted to develop my sales skills. And I had read a lot of different materials from a lot of different people. And then I had one of my old clients who was going through Jordan's program and said, mate, you've just got to go through his course. Like it is unbelievable. And so I jumped into it, loved it, went through all of his resources, read his book like six, seven times over. And very quickly got an email from one of his teams saying, we've got this big, you know, mastermind happening, 10 people, you need to be earning this amount of income to get down there. It's 25,000 US dollars. Don't come if you are not making this amount of money, you will not be able to afford it. And I was like, all right, cool. This is a big invitation for me to go. Let's roll. Um, and so I, I ponied up and I spent like 50, I invested like $50,000 into you know, a four day weekend, um, because I just had this belief that, you know, for me to get to where I want to go to, you know, my future version of me, Sasha does stuff like that on a daily fucking basis. Yeah. He's cutting deals. He's writing checks like that. So little, little baby Sasha right now has got to step up and start <laughs> doing it. hundred <laughs> um, percent. And where, so you went to, you went to the States for them. Yeah, I went to uh, a mastermind over in Beverly Hills um, at, at, at his house there. And then we we spent um, the weekend together. And then I stayed back a little bit longer and we shot some podcast episodes together and hung out at his house um, a little bit after as well. Yeah. And, and what was that? What was that whole experience like? Like what, what's what's JB like? You know, what's some funny, funny things that you um, you experienced with him? Uh, well, I mean, do you want the PG rated stuff or no? Fuck want- that. No, give it to me dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, like it, it, it was funny. We talked about a lot of shit and, and, and he, and he, and he was talking about, um, we, we exchanged like some war stories about partying and all those kinds of, you know, days as you do. And he was telling me how he's like fully sober and he's been sober for, for however many years now, but you know, how, if he was to, to, to get back into some of those, you know, um, not so sober behaviors. He's like, I'd have this whole place packed with, you know, strippers and hookers in a blink of an <laughs> eye, and we'd be, we'd be doing this. And, and and so, like, I mean, he's a, he's a genius, man. Like, he really is. Like, I learned a lot from him, and um, just seeing how his brain works and how he's able to take a business situation and within like sixty seconds. Um, analyze and 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 advise on the best fit for maximizing commercial gain of that situation is is it's remarkable. Like it is, I've never seen someone do it so well. And his eyes just roll in the back of his head, and he's like, "This is what you need to do." And I'm like, "What? The, that's what you pay for?" <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, I was yeah. saying, mentorship. What am I going to do? Go and figure that out over 30 plus years of business myself to finally get to that level to be able to do that. Yeah. Just pay the guy and get in front of him, you know? Well, absolutely. I mean, look, you, you pay him 25, but what you took away from that's probably worth over a million dollars. Like you can't really put a price oh. on that. And and absolutely. Yeah. And what it's what it's done for me long term is worth a lot more and has been worth a lot more than, you know, 25,000. Yeah, absolutely, man. 
Yeah, and and you and you did you did a big speaking gig with um with Jordan over in in, in Brisbane, Sydney, and Melbourne, and yeah. and all that. Yeah. that that all um mate, there was a lot of preparation that went into that. I saw all the all the posts, all the media, just constantly, constantly. Dude. How much money yeah. did you guys spend on advertisement for that event? Uh, so I spent about um just under two hundred thousand on Facebook ads and Google ads. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And how many people mm-hmm. ended up attending those events? Uh, all together, it was just under 3,000 people. Wow. Man, that's a big event. That's a fucking <laughs> yeah, big event. Absolutely. People. That's absolutely. A, yeah, that's not just some bookshop down the road. Um, for, a first, for a first crack, yeah. Mate, that's that's fantastic. And I guess we're, we're running up on, on time now, but what I'd like to just finish on, Sash, is um, just a couple more questions. If you were sitting in front of, I guess, as you mentioned, little sash before not you know 18 year old sash just finished high school has got no no fucking idea what he wants to do what what would you say to him what would you say to him now oh i would say this i would say um pick one fucking thing fixate on it like a pit bull get out of bed every single morning with like a dogged level of like certainty confidence and absolute like resounding like belief in yourself that you can do anything like honestly fucking anything that you set your mind to and then commit to whatever you need to do in your day to make that a reality and then just continue doing that put your blinkers on ignore all the shit ignore all your friends don't spend your money live on like 20 percent of your freaking income go broke in terms of what it looks like you're wearing and driving and all that shit. Don't give a fuck for what anyone says, anyone looks at, or you think that anyone thinks. Cause the thing is no one thinks any of the shit that you think, right. And most of the people that do think that shit are dumb and broke themselves and, and, and just go all in on one thing. Like if you do that, you'll become rich. I guarantee you, you'll become fucking rich. Absolutely. Hey, Sash, that, that's, um, Mate, that's fucking great advice. Thanks for that. Mate, that's awesome. If you were, I guess, to give a, a quick game plan onto the e-commerce, we've only got a couple of minutes left. But if you were to, if someone wanted to start e-com today, they've got 30 days to to start it before that, and they want to earn money within 30 days, right? What would be your quickest answer to make that happen? Uh, Put you okay, on the spot so, <laughs> All right, sweet. So what I would say is I would probably spend the first um, 10 days researching the market. And I'd find if it's a 30 day timeline, 30 day shot clock, I'd spend the first 10 days researching the market, finding uh, trending products within things like um, Facebook groups, um, ad spy, jungle scout, um, Google trends, any of those things. And I just find something that is fucking hot right? From there, I would uh, leverage some free platforms and I'd probably get into some Facebook groups that have large engaged audiences. I would get um, a product here ASAP on Express from AliExpress. I'd ship it here. I'd get some dope as content. We're probably up to about 15 to 20 days here. Um, I would knock up like a really, really, really quick Shopify store with product imagery. I would write some dope as copy. I'd get some awesome content designed. We're probably up to about 20 uh, days here. And then the remaining time within that, I would just go ham on posting and writing like 
intense, compelling copy all throughout those Facebook communities, all throughout those groups to generate interest and generate sales. And I just priced it just a little bit under what the market is. Uh, and I had some clients do this like as of last month and they've done, you know, 1300, 1400 in sales in the, uh, in the last like couple of days, you know? Um, so you go from zero to a few grand in sales. And then from there, they take that money, they reinvest it into advertising and they just keep building that momentum. Fucking, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's what you call dropping fucking bombs. Love it. <laughs> Mate, Sash, man, I really appreciate your time, man. Thank you so much for that. This this episode has been packed full with a lot of knowledge. Um, for anyone that, that is looking for more info from Sash, go on to his ecomcapital.com. Um, you can find Sash, Sasha Carabot on Instagram. You can find him on YouTube as well. This episode, if you want to watch it again, it's going to be on all podcast outlets, um, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts. It's going to be on YouTube, so you can find it all there. Um, again, Sash, just want to say thank you so much for coming, man. Appreciate pleasure. it. Pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Thanks, Thanks man. Thanks. Thank you for listening. Hopefully, you've learned something from today's episode and know the next steps to focus on in your business. Want more resources to jumpstart your journey? Click the link in the show notes to see what else I have to offer and book a call with myself to jumpstart your business and make shit happen. I specialize in helping people turn their passion into six-figure businesses to replace your nine-to-five through online education and high-ticket coaching. If this is something that interests you, you can reach out to me through any of my social media outlets in the description below.